Hi everyone, welcome to Prevention Education, the podcast that teaches you everything about prevention. Thanks for listening and let's get started. Hi everyone, welcome back to our podcast. So today you have me, Kylie, and then with me today I have Christy. And Christy, would you like to introduce yourself? Um, Hi Kylie, I'm Christy. Um, I am new to the Spirit team. Um, I'm one of the new, there's two of us, uh, prevention officers or educators, I guess. Yeah. Yes, we are. We're very lucky to have Christy on our team. We love adding new faces to the team. So welcome. Um, So today what we're going to talk about is pretty much youth based prevention. um, And what Christy's job is she goes into schools and kind of helps youth to learn about prevention and gain some knowledge to um, assist them, but also assist other youth in their community to kind of make an impact in the world around them and their little square inch of the world. And so we're just going to talk about youth-based prevention today. And um, Christy has a lot of really great experience in um, this kind of area with youth and just helping out our community. So yes, to get into it, um, I guess one of my main questions for you is why do you think educating our youth on these certain topics is so important I feel like it's important because that if you're not exposed to something, you don't know. Yeah. So a lot of times the examples that our youth are getting nowadays come from celebrities, rock stars, um, movies, and they tend to glamorize things. Yeah. And the real world is not glamorous. There is no Brad Pitt in drug rehab. Mm-hmm. I don't know the dr- that there's ever been a Brad Pitt movie with <laughs> Brad Pitt in <laughs> drug rehab, but it's it's ugly. It just is devastating to the person and to the family that have to deal with it. So I think a firsthand um, look, knowledge, um, and that's not what this program is. We don't, you know, go walk the streets looking for um, examples of drug use, but you know, we need to build a strong foundation for um, our kids. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. And I think finding kids to kind of come and talk about prevention or just talk about any kind of tough things in life is really difficult. But getting them in a school setting where you're going and talking to them like that that's huge because they're already there. They're already, I don't want to use the word forced, but they're already um, encouraged to listen Mm -hmm. because they have to sit in their chairs and be in the classroom. And so kind of reaching them where they're at is very important because after school hours, they're all around the community. They're doing their 
taekwondo or soccer practice or art lessons, piano lessons. They're all over the place. And so trying to catch them when their minds are ready to learn, I think is huge. And I think it's, it's making a huge impact in the communities that spirit is in. Right. And well, in my experience with Head Start is, you know, the children who are loved at home come to school to learn and the children who aren't loved at home come to school to be loved. And that can kind of relate here because a child may have a a parent or a family member who has a substance abuse problem and they don't have any idea how to address it, you know. Mm-hmm. And whether it opens up a conversation or just gives them tools to help themselves, you know, I think is an excellent yeah. thing. Yeah. What are some tools that you think um, they can gain from learning about prevention in order to kind of help themselves and the people around them? Um, responsibility. Hmm. The fra- there's a framework here for the Too Good for Drugs program, which is what the curriculum that we're using. Um, and they have several cooperation, courage, fairness, respect, honesty, responsibility, self-discipline, and caring are those. And I think a big one is responsibility. I think self-discipline and respect of yourself and other people and other people's property. Um, Courage to say no. Yeah, true. I think courage is a huge one that it's really, as adults, it's easy for us to have that one in our mind. And when you're having conversations, meeting new people, saying no is an option for us. And we know that. And so for youth, I think they hear the word courage and it's not something that means a lot to them unless they actually understand and know what having courage means. I think teaching that and letting them know like, Hey, it's okay to go against what your peers are doing and to be that one to stand up and have the courage to say, Hey, this is, substance use isn't good for us. And like, we should choose healthier alternatives and be making a positive impact on our community instead of kind of hindering what the future of our community could look like. So I think that's huge. I I love that courage is one of those tools. Something you don't think about until you have to think about pretty much. Well, and I think one that I would add would be consequences because you can have good consequences. And I know there's a lot of focus on bad consequences. You know, if you do something, you know, you could get in trouble or whatever. But there are good consequences to being courageous and saying no. Yeah. Yeah. They may not be until later down the road that you realize what they are. You know, or someone you know if you're a student and your friend sees you say no and they say no you know I would feel if I was a child that would make me feel good that I could help somebody else because I stood up and said no 
Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. And I think there's, there's so many times where youth have such a big influence on each other. Peer pressure is one of the biggest thing that goes with being a youth. Mm-hmm. And if they are able to communicate with others and tell them what they believe and kind of like even have facts behind what may seem like an opinion of theirs, that can make a huge difference. And in the end can save a life. Like you there, you never know what someone has going on in their life. It's very easy to hide some things from friends, from family. And so one comment from someone at school could really change, change someone's path of how they think about something, or even if they're engaging in substance use can really impact them and help them turn away from doing that because, oh, I passed Sally in the hallway and she said, Hey, I, I don't know. I really like um, your skin. Like you're radiating today. And it's like, oh, well, drug use can really alter how I look in my skin and my appearance. Like I want to always radiate happiness when I'm walking around. So even little comments, Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be necessarily prevention-based comments, but just positive comments towards someone can really change someone's perspective on certain things or just make them think twice about what they're engaging in in life. Right. Which I think is huge. That is. Um, And just to go into a little bit of the curriculum, because that is my primary focus right now is just looking through it and kind of getting a feel for the layout. What I really like is they make it age appropriate like you said they meet you where you're at um not only at school but also on a developmental level yes you know like kindergarten first second and possibly even third grade they don't go into hard drug use what their focus is is talking about medications that are prescriptions yeah. over-the-counter medications, inhalants, stuff that's around the house that you don't think, you know, would be taught. Yeah, that's a really good point. I, a lot of people don't think that the house is a common area for youth to kind of see something be curious about it, like a medicine cabinet. That's a very dangerous place to be. And if you as a parent or as an adult don't lock up your prescriptions or if you like keep them on the counter and youth are kind of wondering what that is, like it's an open door for them sometimes to get into some really bad things. And I mean, it's already in their house. So in their mind, sometimes it can be, oh, it's already here. Like, it can't be that bad for me because. Yeah, if mom mom takes this every day, it surely can't be bad. Yeah, yeah. So trying to teach them. I love how you brought up that it's the developmental level as well. Because you can't go around to a first grader and use a lot of the language that we use in prevention to adults. It's just not going to meet them where it's at. It's not going to click in their minds. Like, you really got to be careful with how you say things and what you're talking about, because it can just go right over their head sometimes. But if you say the right thing, 
then they might go home and ask mom and dad about it. And then mom and dad might educate them a little more on it. And at the end of the day, you just taught, you taught that kid so much more. And now they're engaging with the loved ones around them on like what they don't know, which is really great. Right. Yeah. And I've had students in the past as young as two years old who may have a parent or a grandparent that smokes at home and young children pick up on everything. You you may not know it. They may not Mm -hmm. pull it out till the most inopportune time, but they are just like little sponges. And I have had students on the playground who will pick up sticks and use Mm. a you know, a little twig and pretend it's a cigarette. They don't realize, you know, that there are harmful effects to what they're seeing because mom and dad would never do anything that would be harmful to a kid that age. Exactly. Exactly. Because they just, they model what they see around them. And that's, they don't know. They don't know the impacts of things unless someone tells them. And so that's why I think you guys going into the schools are making a huge difference in these kids' lives. And you might not know it, like the same day, you might not get someone to say, thank you so much for teaching me this. But down the line, parents are thankful. These kids are thankful. You guys are potentially the only people telling them the stuff that they need to know in this realm. And so I think what you guys are doing is amazing. You're truly making a huge difference in these kids' lives, whether they know it or not. They might not understand it right now, but five years down the line, they might understand why they learned this stuff and be very thankful for it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys are doing amazing work. I'm so excited for you guys to start the school year and make a lot more differences in these kids' lives. I know each and every one of them is amazing in their own little ways. So yes, but thank you so much for joining me on this podcast today. I hope our listeners were able to learn a lot from your experience and your knowledge. So thank you so much. Well, thank you for having me. Yes. And to all the listeners, have a great rest of your week. We hope to hear you or we hope to see you on our podcasts in the upcoming weeks and yeah, have a great day, everyone. Bye everyone. Bye. Thank you guys so much for tuning into our podcast. Remember to follow us on social media at PFH Prevention. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Spotify, and more podcasting platforms. And make sure to email us at moprevention at pfh.org with any questions, and feel free to call us at 660-627-7404. Thanks for joining us, and have a great day.